Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie. And today, get excited, fans, because today we're talking all about our favorite time-traveling time lord, Doctor Who. More specifically, the three-episode special that just recently aired on Disney+. And when I say we are excited, I'm talking about me and our lovely special correspondent, Miss Melinda. How's it going, friend? It's going fantastic. How are you? I am wonderful. I am a brand spanking new fan to this fandom. I am incredibly late to the party. I've always known of Doctor Who, but had never really gotten into the fandom until recently. So I am, I've watched maybe a handful of episodes outside of the special, but you are my resident expert on this subject matter because you have been to Gallifrey One, correct? Yes, I think I've been to a couple, but I, like at least one. <laughs> Where were they? They're in LA. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, by LAX. Okay. So mm-hmm. relatively local. Serious question. What was your initial thoughts on the special? Okay. So I was excited when the pictures were leaked of David Tennant and Catherine Tate with Bernard Crippens. Donna is one of my favorite companions and I absolutely loved the character Wilf when he was first introduced. And overall, I was impressed by the quality of both the special and practical effects. And the fact that they used so many practical effects as well. The budget was high for this special. The only thing I was slightly disappointed about, we were spoiled for the 50th anniversary. So I was thinking we'd have a little bit more appearances from past cast. But you know, I'm excited for the 15th Doctor and for the new season coming up in the Christmas special. So my love for Doctor Who has regenerated after this special. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed the new special. I loved how they introduced the new Doctor. I just thought the episodes ran or kind of dragged on a little bit. And I don't know if that's standard operating procedure for Doctor Who. But as a new fan, I was like, okay, can we get to the point here? Guys, what are we? And when they finally did get to it, Tennant does a great job of like rushing to the answer once he catches on to something. And I was like, ah, okay, where was this 15 minutes ago? This is what I needed. I still love the special regardless. Second serious question. When did you get into Doctor Who? I got into Doctor Who back in 2006 with David Tennant. David was my first doctor. I think it was airing on the sci-fi channel at that time. And I heard about it through my college roommate. And I started watching it and was immediately hooked. And I've even gone back and watched the original run that started in the 60s. And I've listened to a few of their audio stories, which are canon. And you can listen to them online. And uh, like previous... Previously stated, I went to the Gallifrey One convention in LA a couple of years in a row, and I got to meet some of the companions and doctors, uh, like Paul McGann and Billy Piper. So to say Doctor Who has been in my life for, oh my God, almost almost half my lifetime. Not quite, but it's it's been around for forever for me. <laughs> and while I've been a fan for years, <laughs> 20 years, oh, oh Lord, I know that like you, there are people out there who started watching Doctor Who be- maybe because of Disney+, Plus, and now it's a little bit more accessible than before. So for those of you who don't know, the Doctor is, they are an extraterrestrial alien from the planet Gallifrey, and they're known as the Time Lords. And the Doctor zips through time and space, basically solving problems and injustice across 
the universe, all while also just wanting to have some fun. And they travel aboard the TARDIS, which stands for Time and Relative Dimension in Space. And this particular device is able to cloak itself and camouflage to whatever the environment is in the time and location where it lands. So for instance, the TARDIS landed in London and camouflaged itself as the police box. Yeah, it's and the TARDIS, it's much larger inside than it is on the outside. All right. And you've got some casting for us. This is a very nostalgic all-star cast. Yeah, there is a there is a lot. So here we go. David Tennant is the 14th Doctor. Nishuri Gatwa is the 15th Doctor. Catherine Tate is Donna Noble. Yasmin Finney is Rose Noble. Carl Collins is Sean Temple. The late Bernard Cribbins is Wilfred Mott. Jacqueline King is Sylvia Noble. Gemma Redgrave plays Kate Stewart. Ruth Madeley is Shirley Ann Bingham. Neil Patrick Harris is the toy maker. And Miriam Margulies is the voice of Beep the Meep, which I absolutely love. Well, I'm ready for some tea. Are you ready for some tea? Let's spell it. All right. This is the part of the show where we spell the tea. This means spoilers. So if you have not watched the three episode special of Doctor Who on Disney Plus, we are going to spoil it for you. Now that we knocked the spoiler alert out of the way, serious question time. What was your favorite episode from this three part special? I'm going to have to say the giggle is my favorite episode with the toy maker. It felt like classic who with the involvement of unit and Kate Stewart. No, Kate is the chief scientific officer for unit and is a daughter of Alistar Lethbridge Stewart, who is known as the brigadier and was a major companion in the beginning of Dr. Who. Yes. So that's why Kate's my personal favorite because I loved the Brigadier. And can I just do a shout out to the Spice Girls lip sync battle? Oh, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. This was perfect. But yeah, Kate Stewart's been one of my favorite characters. And I always love seeing her on screen. And I know there is talk going around that unit's going to get their own spinoff show on Disney Plus with Kate making an appearance. Oh. So we'll, we'll see what happens. The other thing that I loved about this episode was the bi-generation. They completely rewrote Doctor Who lore for this. And you've got to see Nishuti's Doctor's personality. He's a, he's going to be competitive. And I loved seeing the two of them play ball <laughs> with yes. the toy maker. And of course, Nishuti's like in his boxers this whole time. I'm like, give this doctor some pants. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm curious to see how that table read went. Right. It's like, and here's the best part. You're not going to be wearing any pants, my dude. <laughs> All right. What was the biggest plot twist for you? There were some game changers. There were. For me, it was, again, I've already stated this. It's the bi-generation. Because again, it was decades of Doctor Who lore was ripped by the scene for this, for this one regeneration. Ten's original departure was soul crushing. Like you could feel David's sadness when the doctor said, you know, I don't want to go. And this time was different. You know, 14 was surrounded by friends and family. They were ready to go, even though I wasn't ready for, for David to leave. <laughs> and I was crying. I was legit crying during during this scene. And then here's Nishuti as the 15th doctor peeling away from David, wearing half of the costume. And I was just sitting there going, what? 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 It's the biggest plot twist for me. And then I have a couple of others from the other episodes too. Like 
the meep being the bad guy was yeah so you're like this whole episode was about personal biases you have rose and the doctor and donna like assuming the meep was good because it was small and cute and had a great backstory only to find out the meep was the villain that thing turned into the most evil looking furby so fast yeah did not see the meep being the bad guy whatsoever but that was the first plot twist where i stopped trusting the show i was like oh (laughs) here we go and like everybody check their personal biases at the door right (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say the toy maker reveal was a big deal i wasn't expecting it i didn't see it i mean and honestly i didn't know the history on the toy maker but when they revealed it i and showed the history behind the toy maker to begin with i was like oh they were foreshadowing the whole time and i this is brand new information this is i am today years old learning all the things about the toy maker and i thought neil patrick harris did a phenomenal job as a toy maker and then the other game changer was the copies of donna and the doctor and how they were learning their thoughts and how they were fully downloading their their subconscious. They were almost at the right percent, you know, 99 point whatever percentage of downloading their thoughts. And that's when the doctor, the original doctor picked up on it and was like, no, stop thinking right now because they're going to get your thoughts and your memories and everything. And I was like, oh, oh, I did not pick up on that one at all. Thank you, tenant. There were a lot of things that I was not picking up what they were putting down until he's like very eloquently spelled it out for me. And I was like, oh, this is why the episode's taking so long. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Foreshadowing. We need to show you this and then we'll spell it out. Did you have any favorite BTS moments from this special? I loved the video of David and Kate sitting talking about the practical effects and they're there with their hands. Oh, okay. And they make all the puns about a heavy load and <laughs> needing a hand. <laughs> that was my favorite. Neil Patrick Harris dancing to the Spice Girls will live rent free in my brain, as well as the rest of the cast from that episode. I can't help but think that there's probably something far more important that needs to be of use in my brain. But Doctor Who, David Tennant, and Neil Patrick Harris dancing the Spice Girls is right there. It was done beautifully. Do you have a favorite villain? So in Doctor Who lore, in the last 60 years, my favorite villain is Missy, a.k.a. the Master. And Missy had a very Mary Poppins ambiance to her and was kind of the inspiration for the Doctor to regenerate into a woman. And Missy is played by Michelle Gomez. And that's my absolute favorite. In these three episodes, my favorite was, oh, the not things were so good. They were creepy. And the toy maker, I just loved that touch of nostalgia for the 60th. So those are, oh, that's a tie for me for those three episodes. I did a little research. Yes. And per the short list, I've got the top five doctors ranked. Can you name those doctors? Well, it's going to be Tom Baker. David Tennant, Christopher Eccleston. Did I mention Matt Smith already? No, you didn't, but he's on there. Okay. Oh, gosh. You know, I want to say Paul McGann because he's my favorite. Uh, One of my favorites. (laughs) I don't know if it was Peter Capaldi. You got it. It was Peter Capaldi? Okay. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Tennant came in at number one. Smith came in at number two. Baker was number three. 
Eccleston was number four and Capaldi came in at five. Hey, look at that. I know. I was like, you're a pro. <laughs> oh, my Atlanta. But that was a pop quiz, too. I know. I know. I'm so proud. <laughs> and last but not least, what are your hopes, dreams, and desires for the new Doctor and the Doctor Who series? We know that the Master is back. That Goldtooth was released from the toy maker and picked up by someone who wore red nail polish. I don't want to say it's Kate Stewart. I know she was the only one wearing nail polish, I guess, in that episode. But I think it's a different character that will get introduced later on in the series. So hopefully we'll get the master reveal. And I'm just excited to see the 15th Doctor living their life. Christmas specials coming up. And you can see the Doctor at a club having fun. And you know the Doctor likes to party for people who are like, it's the Doctor. He's They're so serious. No, they... They snogged Madame Pompadour and they went to a party and brought a banana and was a hit of the party. So doctor likes to party. (laughs) So I would like to see the doctor enjoying their life, traveling the universe. I'm excited for the Christmas special. I can't wait. And now it is time for the spotlight of the week. The holiday season is approaching fast. And if you're looking to save some money on gifts for your loved ones, Timu is your one-stop shop. Once you download the Timu app with the link in our show notes, you'll get a $100 coupon bundle plus 50% off your purchase. Discount is only available to new app users. Don't miss out on these deals this holiday season and be sure to grab that link in our show notes. Tax Pros, an award-winning tax firm dedicated to providing their clients with a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services. With three locations in Southern California, Tax Pros is there to meet you where you are, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more or book an appointment today at TaxPros, taxprose.com. Looking to move? 24-7 Moving is a full-service moving company based in LA. At 24-7 Moving, they understand moving can be overwhelming sometimes, and they see this as their responsibility to alleviate the pressure and stress. Their professional team provides fun, friendly, and secure local and long-distance services throughout the U.S. Their highly skilled and well-trained team has combined experience of over 3,000 moves, including commercial and residential. They deliver smooth and stress-free moving and packing services at affordable prices. I've personally used 24-7 moving and have never been so impressed with a team of movers in my life. They weren't just fast and efficient. They were affordable, and the guest service was unmatched to anything I've ever worked with before. For more information, visit them online at 247moving.com. Founded in 2021, the Nerf Herder Co. was created as a way for people to bring their favorite fandoms into their homes and out into the world in a luxurious, chic way. The Nerf Herder Co. offers candles, wax melts, fragrance mists, and now has expanded into apparel. The Nerf Herder Co. offers a wide range of fandoms from Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Indiana Jones, books such as Akatar, and more. New releases are dropped on an almost weekly basis, and they always love to get suggestions for future releases from customers. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Big Finish, BBC Studios, Bad Wolf, The Sci-Fi Channel, and Disney+. Plus. We're just really big fans who are just trying to make our story a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V 
on YouTube.